You're listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast with me, your host, Sandra Garlic. A podcast where I chat to women in business who share their knowledge and their business journey, including their top tips, especially for you. But not only that, you'll hear their inspirational stories too, the real authentic version, because life and business is actually a roller coaster. I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I help you to power up your personal brand and get visible. I teach you the simple steps to get where you want to be. I help you to find your story and create the opportunities for you to share it confidently on stage, in print, and in other media. I'm delighted to bring this podcast to you each week to inspire and motivate you so that you can achieve in the future. I'll be sharing my knowledge, insights and stories too. Enjoy this week's podcast. Woman Who Chat is sponsored by Grow Radio. Grow Radio is an online radio station dedicated to bringing you a different podcast on the hour, every hour. I'm proud that Woman Who Chat is played on Grow Radio every Tuesday at 3pm and Friday at 8am and to be part of their podcasting community. If you want to listen to the station, explore their shows, get your podcast onto Grow Radio and check out many of the blogs to improve your podcasting skills. So head over to growradio.uk today. to Woman Who Chat and today I'm chatting to Tracy Richardson of Serendipity Wellness. Hello Tracy. Hi Sandra, how are you? I'm great and it's good to have you on today and we've spoken before and I'll put a link in the show notes to your previous Woman Who Chat uh, conversation because people can find out more about you but today I wanted to talk about sort of something you probably are very experienced in for the work that you do and that's burnout. You know, you've got 20 plus years in the health, well-being, education, fitness sector. And I know that you've got a lot of experience. Plus, you've written the little book of wellness, which is a great little A to Z tool of everything wellness, which is absolutely fantastic. And again, we'll put the link to that in the show notes. So, you know, so many people, myself included, have burnt themselves out. And we know we're doing it. We can see the signs, but we still plow on because we think there is this perception that we have to be brave, carry on. And I, I don't know if it goes back to the war years, but our parents, what, what causes it? So, yeah, I think um, everyone gets experience of this to varying degrees. I know I've been there myself. And, and as you say, I, most of the people that come and see me are burnt out to some degree. So. From my experience and, and, you know, working with people, I think it's society. I think it's a societal thing. We live in a 24-7 society and things are just getting faster and faster. And it makes it ever more difficult for us to put boundaries in place because we don't want to miss out on opportunities. So there's that fear of missing out. We want to show up. We're told that you've got to work harder and to get more all the time. And I've kind of 
had to create a mental shift for myself in this, which from working with people and through my own experience has been really helpful. And I've started to slow down purposefully um, because when we go through this burnout, as you say, it's like we're, we're overwhelmed, we're overloaded. There's not enough hours in the day. We could all do with an extra day in the week sometimes. There's just never enough time. But actually, is that just the story we're telling ourselves? So I've had to have a real paradigm shift on this and create that mental shift because when we slow down, we actually accomplish more. And it's a real, like, messes with your mind because it's not how, like you say, going back generationally through history, it's not how things have been taught to us. It's not how things are ingrained in us. We go through school, the educational system, and we have test after test and we have to pass things. And it's, it's about working harder, fitting more information in. But actually, when we slow down and we're using our senses, so sight sound touch smell and you know our intuition as well or our sixth sense our good instinct we're actually tuning into ourselves and what we need and when we're busy and we're caught up in the busyness of life or the busyness of business we're, we're totally bypassing that and it's easily done because you know, when you've got children, they've got to be places at certain times. When you've got animals, they need to be fed and walked. You might have a, a, a other half. You know, you've got people turning up to the house. You've got to do your shopping, all these daily things that we have to do. And it creates, a, a, there's not enough headspace. It creates a lot of overload and overwhelm within us. But actually, there's lots of things we can do to create an awareness around that. So, Becoming aware is, is the first thing, noticing what's going on and, and that, you, like you said, we all know the signs to look for, um, but it's stopping and pausing and interrupting the pattern, if you like, that we've kind of got into all the story that we're telling ourselves. Then accepting, yeah, it's there, something needs to change, uh, recognising what's going on with us in, in that moment, and then stopping, pausing and maybe doing a bit of self-care which I'm a huge advocate of because it's the change that's necessary I'm a great believer in if it's not broken doesn't need fixing but actually if you're getting these signs and symptoms and they're manifesting within the body then something clearly does need to change a lot of the time though your body doesn't tell you what needs to change and that's where somebody like me comes in it's about looking at the patterns looking about the symptoms working with the hierarchy of the body and what's going on and you know you're a multi-level being you're not just a physical being you've got your mind your mental aspect your emotional aspects we've got our, our links to other people our social aspects as well all of this comes into your overall wellness so it's about looking at simple things that you can do that you know, are not necessarily going to be a huge upheaval, but a cumulative over, over time. And I, I like the, the analogy of the ripple effect, because you do one thing and it has a huge effect over time, but it also then touches everybody else in your life. So if you've got children or a partner or friends, they look, oh, what are you doing? You know, the best compliment I think you can get is, oh, you're looking really good. Like, as in you're looking well, you're looking happy. You know, I've not seen you like this. A lot of people, you know, your face changes when you're calm and you're in that serene kind of state. When you're rushing or, or as I like to call you, rushaholics, you may get there quicker, 
but you're missing out on that whole being present. You're missing out on the experience. And when we go through the experience, we're creating neural pathways. And these neural pathways are like a program that forms in our body and we can use it as a frame of reference. So when we're incorporating all of our senses into that, and especially if, if we get emotive about something, it creates a really powerful connection in the body. And we can refer back to that. If we're rushing through all of that, the body doesn't necessarily have time to take on board and store all of this information. So number one, we get a faulty kind of program. So we're not completing that loop but also we're missing out on the experience and I know throughout my life I've missed out on lots and lots of experiences because I've always been about getting to the end result I'm an Aries so that naturally means that I am fiery and want to start things and get things done and get things finished before kind of I fizzle out so I've had to really slow down and I suppose it goes against the grain a little bit and look at what's important and start asking the question is this really important to do right now and if it's not life or death what can I do to change so it's not about being in survival mode and rushing and you know the cortisol and adrenaline flowing which we do need sometimes but on a day-to-day basis slowing down you can be certainly more productive and when it comes to business it increases your sustainability so your longevity within the business you're more um, productive within the time so um, if you're blocking out that that time to do certain things and you get that boundary set to switch off at a certain time and then that's naturally going to increase your profitability because you're there you're turning up and I kind of call it tuning into yourself to turn up in your life or your business because when you're going within you can actually do more so sorry I've kind of waffled on there that's amazing (laughs) going back to the burnout though you know my own personal situation and I've burnt out several times I know the warning signs my body's telling me something's not right and that can manifest in all sorts of ways I'm tired have got great sleep pattern you know eight hours every night but the sleep pattern changes you know I can see all the signs. In my case, I just go off and break a bone. And that's nature's way of telling me to stop. But it shouldn't reach that point. But there's a tendency for, especially women in business, that we need to power on. We tend to take the caring responsibilities. In my case, it was caring for my mother. We take on those caring responsibilities. We carry on working. We don't want to let people down. We, I can't stop. I can't stop because I need to get it done. And then you put yourself last. Is that common with most of the women you talk to? Unfortunately, it's more common than not. And when I've kind of looked at biorhythms, so as women, we have, we don't just have a 24-7 biorhythm. So like our circadian rhythm, which is our light-dark response and our cortisol melatonin production. Everybody has that. We also have our obviously monthly cycles and it doesn't matter whether you are having menstruation whether you're perimenopausal whether you're going through the menopause whether you're postmenopausal your body will still naturally have these cycles your hormones won't won't change as much and they they won't be as, as as prevalent in some cases but you will still have these cycles and society doesn't recognize that actually women are awesome leaders we have all the qualities for amazing leadership but we need our downtime we ebb and flow so like the moon we kind of 
go in phases, we ebb and flow. We live in a dopamine driven society. So it's all about rushing on for the next dopamine hit, the next dopamine hit. And because society is, is now 24 seven, we don't even need to look for it. And like one of the worst things is social media, looking for the likes, getting that dopamine hit. Whereas actually we've kind of moved away from the natural dopamine hits of like being in nature or enjoying the sunshine or spending time with friends and family without having your technology with mm. you. So recognizing the signs of burnout is, is definitely the, the first thing to do. But as women, we need to realize there's certain times where we are, we can go hell for leather, we can go full pat, we can get everything done and probably in half the time. But there's also times where we might want to stay in bed and put the duvet back over our heads and, you know, stay there for a day. And I think this is normal. It's normal to feel like that. You are never going to have the same energy levels every single day, but because of the way society is, and, you know, we're geared up for the nine to five, we go to school for certain hours, you know, we're, we're timetabled, we're scheduled to do certain things within certain hours. But actually that doesn't suit everyone. And when you look at kind of chronotypes, so if we look at like sleep patterns and stuff, you've got an amazing sleep pattern with, with eight hours a night. There's some people that are night owls naturally. So their circadian rhythm and their biology will, will be changed. So they'll naturally be more productive maybe towards the evening. And, you know, you get them at six, seven o'clock in the morning, they're no good to anybody. Whereas you're going to get people that are naturally up like with the sunrise and they're going to be amazingly productive, but by the afternoon, they're starting to kind of wane. And I just, I think we need to start looking at strengths and working with those. And it's not about seeing things as a weakness or a limitation. It's about actually, that's your body saying to you, this isn't right for you at this time. Now, because we're cyclical and we go through these ebbs and flows, it may just be that particular part of, of the cycle. And it's different for everybody. And everybody says, oh, you should have a 28-day cycle and follow the moon. And, and this. some people have 15-day cycles. Some people have 45-day cycles. Some people have 90-day cycles. And there's no right or wrong. And I think this is why a lot of women may be going to self-employment because you can manage yourself better. And you can, like you were saying, you learn to look for the signs. You can use your intuition a little bit better. But if you're tuning into that, you can press pause. And it's about not holding yourself uh, accountable and not sorry what's the word I'm looking for not you know bashing yourself when you're not turning up it's about recognizing actually I can't do this so unless you can delegate or unless you can circumnavigate the situation in some way sometimes you just have to press pause and say right this is not right for me right now I'm going to come back to this sometimes it means letting people down but if they understand you and you know you're not working to deadlines and things like that what's 24 hours i'm briefly interrupting this podcast have you ever watched a speaker on stage and thought oh, i'd love to do that one day have you wondered how they stand on stage and speak without notes so confidently? Do you wish that could be you? Then you need to attend the One Day Speaker Boot Camp on Sunday the 5th of November in Warwickshire. It's a day packed full of content and you'll walk away with a blueprint for a keynote speech that you can deliver confidently on stage time and time again.
Book your place at womanwho.co.uk forward slash events. There's also monthly payment options available. Now back to the podcast. You can push yourself to do something where really you're not in that productive phase. Your brain isn't alert. I mean, my alert time is six till midday. You know, catch me after midday. Catch me at four o'clock and I'm ready for a nana nap. But, you know, my- if you meet you four o'clock, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, we, we do. We all work in different ways. And I've got my cycle. I know what works for me. But there are days when I just feel like I've got the most enormous headache and brain fog and it's just not a day to tackle that huge task so I tend to think right okay I won't even start that today because I'm it would take me all day to do it whereas on a productive day I get it done in an hour and a half and that's where your procrastination all that kicks in so I do tend to to recognize now those days when I'm not feeling 100% and maybe I need a lighter day on myself and not on others but I've also allowed myself to burn out. And it's I think it's finding the op- optimum I, I from listening to you is that you recognize the signs, you build in mechanisms, and you don't allow yourself to reach that critical overload. If you're seeing yourself on the way to burnout, it's recognizing the signs and catching it before it's too late. But what happens when you are burnt out? How do you repair? You know, what's the your advice to somebody who recognizes that they're just flawed oh i see you can feel in lots of different ways so there's different stages of it but some people will feel just tired and it doesn't matter whether you get five hours sleep six hours sleep 12 hours sleep you're just tired because the energy that you're utilizing within your body is being used for your kind of natural processes like your your metabolism you're trying to rest and regenerate there's nothing left if you like for the things that you the daily tasks you need to do because everything uses energy some people will feel tired and wired. So this is kind of akin with you, you, you've got you've had children, you've got grandchildren at the moment. When they haven't eaten or they get tired, they generally become a little bit hyperactive. And you can see the signs in them. But that also happens with us because your body is trying to generate more energy to get you through to the next bit. So as adults, you know, you'll reach for a cup of coffee or you'll reach for an energy drink or something like that to just get you through, which is fine in, you know, one-off instances. But when you're doing that on a daily basis, it really messes up your body's systems and they take a, a while to get back in sync. So when someone is burnt out, the best thing you can do is rest. And it's one thing that we feel guilty about. And it's one thing that we don't allow ourselves to do enough. But if you were a professional athlete, you would have scheduled in rest time into your program. So you're not going to be training 100% every single day. So why do we expect that from ourselves? You know, a, a Ferrari, you're not going to be running at 100, 150 miles an hour every single time you're out in the Ferrari because your engine would overload. The same as, as we are. You need to be, number one, making sure you're nourishing yourself and putting things back in. But if you are at that point where you're burnt out, you need to stop and it's one of the hardest things to do but if you're not 
in a position to stop so you've got children or you know business other things like that you've got to look at kind of putting something back into your cup so we, we always use the analogy of like you know you can't pour from a, an empty cup but it's actually true if you don't have the energy or resources available to you know you're robbing Peter to pay Paul within the body it can't do everything that you want it to do so you've got to look at nutrient dense foods now when I talk about nutrition and I've got loads of certifications in this I don't talk about oh you know calories this that and the other number one something is better than nothing when you're at this point and you know if you want to eat a box of 10 donuts actually eat them because your body needs that at that time however you're not going to be doing that breakfast lunch and dinner every single day you need to be looking at nutrient dense foods so it's not about being on a specific diet or you know being plant-based or over lacto vegan vegetarian keto whatever it is it's about looking what works for you so for me getting back to natural food sources so meats meats have so much energy and so much protein and that we need for the rest and regeneration stuff and i know this is not going to this is going to displease the vegans but there's bioavailable nutrients in them that your body can just store and utilize taking on board kind of your fruits and your vegetables if you can get them from organic and local sources make sure they're seasonal as well that's better because the nutrients are more bioavailable sunshine is your best friend if you are burnt out and i know see you smiling there because i know you get the sun sunshine sun is like it's recharging you and you, you feel awesome when you're in the sun now i'm not talking about like being out there all day and burning yourself to a crisp but it actually promotes vitamin d production it supports your hormone production it supports your immune system and it will support melatonin and melatonin has a real calming effect on the body and one thing that kind of goes off, as you said, when you're burnt out is your sleep patterns. And this is because your cortisol is shifted way high, your adrenaline's pumping and your melatonin production, which is the, the counterpart to cortisol, is suppressed. So you can't sleep and your body is feeling more and more wired all the time. So if you can do that barefoot as well, the earth is like recharging you as well. It's giving you free, free energy. So if you can be out in the sunshine and be barefoot, and if you can do it in water as well, so when you're on a beach, water's a conductor, you're actually magnetizing yourself and creating like an electric current. There's another thing that you can do. It's called creating piezoelectric activity. And because your bones and your body, they're not like a solid, they actually have spaces in them. So if you imagine like a honeycomb or a crunchy bar or an aero bar, and when you create pressure on something with a space in it, it creates an electric charge, which is awesome for us in the body. So there's a technique called tapping or emotional freedom technique, where basically you just tap on a bone can be any bone the collarbone is a really nice one to do but tap on any bone and it's actually creating a calming effect on the body because it's creating energy free energy like you know calorie free energy if, if you like and it's putting trying to put something back into the body it also has a real calming effect on the system breath work as well is great when you're overly stressed and you're feeling a bit wired now nasal breathing is a calming breath if you look at kind of children and animals the only time they'll ever breathe through their mouth is when they're exerting themselves 
or when they're under duress, which is exactly the same for us. So if you're a mouth breather, your body naturally thinks you're under stress. So it's promoting that stressful response and making you you kind of wired all the time, and which does lead to the burnout. So if we can start doing a bit more nasal breathing, so in and out through the nose, and if you can hold the out breath for a little bit longer, it actually creates an effect in the body that, that calms the nervous system. Plus, you, if you breathe through your left nostril, it has an effect on what we call our, our parasympathetic nervous system, which is your calm part of your system. So there's all these kind of little things that no one ever tells you that actually wow. <laughs> have a, a huge profound effect on you as, as a human. And, you know, life's always going to come along and it's always going to shake you around it's often when you least, least expect it. But actually, if we can put good stuff in to our bodies, like it's, it's like spilling a, a drink out of a cup whatever's in the cup is going to spill out. So if it's milk, if it's coffee, if it's juice or, or whatever, if you have a lot of kind of calm inside, you're not going to be irritable. You're not going to be responding, snapping at people, you know, getting road rage, things like that. The tiniest little things irritating you, which is often what happens when we are burnt out, overwhelmed under stress. So it's all about nourishing your body, nourishing your mind, when you're in this situation, though, it's really hard if you can't stop and, and recognise it. So one thing that I do want to mention is thoughts. Thoughts have a frequency. We have 60 to 100,000 thoughts every single day. We can't possibly police all, all of that. It would just take too much energy. But actually, if you're having a positive thought, it's creating a positive energetic um, frequency within you. And that has free energy in it and also has a calming effect on the body as well. So... If, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're feeling rubbish. Think about one thing that you're grateful for. It can be anything. It can be because you, that you've woken up, you know, because a lot of people don't get that opportunity. Anything that you're grateful for. It could be, you know, your pen or, or whatever. But that actually creates a positive um, neural link in your body and actually promotes positivity and energy within the system so that you can start to bring yourself out of that energy slump and that burnout and that feeling you know overwhelmed and overstressed and everything else that, that kind of goes with it does that make sense it does I mean it's been great chatting to you Tracy I'm going to ask you to leave us with um one thought and I would highly recommend that people read uh, the little book of wellness I mean it, it's the way I, the thing I like about this book Tracy is the fact that it's an a to z I could dip into one bit. I can look at one bit at a time or, you know, think, oh, what, what would Tracy say? And I just nip into it. I absolutely love the way it's written and it's been a fantastic resource for me. And we'll put, the, the as I say, the link in the show notes. But if you could leave everybody with just one thing that they can think about, that they can do one action that they could take today that would help them on there and avoid this awful burnout. I'm not saying it's going to avoid it in its entirety, but one thing that they could implement. Okay, so literally just prioritizing you. Okay, so when you're resting, when you're slowing down, put it into your schedule. Create a boundary. So if you run your life by a calendar, have that time in place. Color code it if you need to, so you know that it's coming up. If you're super busy, put it the first five minutes of your day, put it the last five minutes of your day, whatever it is that works for you. But something that can really help is a body scan. So at the end of the day, when you're lying in bed at night, you're just lying there before you go to sleep, 
just check in with your body. How does the top of your head feel? How does your forehead feel? How does your jaw feel? How does your neck feel? Your shoulders, all the way down your arms to your fingertips, come into your, your body, your back, your pelvis, your legs, all the way down to your toes. Check in, how does it feel? So if I said to you now, how does your white big toe feel? You're probably thinking about your white big toe. This is you being mindful and aware of your body. And then you start back at the top of the head and you say, the top of my head, it feels calm, it feels warm, it feels relaxed. My forehead feels calm, feels warm, feels relaxed. My shoulders feel calm, feel warm, feel relaxed. And go back through all the way down to your toes. And by the time you get down to your toes, your whole body will feel calm, feel warm and feel relaxed. It's a real easy way to set yourself up for a great night's sleep, calm your nervous system down. Well, thank you. That is amazing. What a fantastic tip. Today, I've been talking to Tracy Richardson from Serendipity Wellness. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Join me next week for more inspiration, learning and top tips. In the meantime, visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey or even feature on a future podcast. You can also join the Woman Who Achieves community on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. There, you'll get the opportunity to network, find support and make new connections with over a thousand women in business. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's podcast. And if there are any topics you would like to hear, just get in touch with me, your host, Sandra Garlick.